0: Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is The World in 10 on Friday the 3rd of February. I'm Eleanor Shearwood. And I'm Steve Holden. A suspected spy balloon flies over the US.
1: It's either a provocation on the part of the Chinese, uh, it's a mistake, uh, or it's just a standard operating procedure. And tennis star Nick Kyrgios avoids jail for assaulting his ex. Kyrgios proceeded to hurl verbal abuse at his ex-girlfriend, well now ex-girlfriend, and then shoved her onto the pavement.
0: We're starting in the US today because officials there are concerned about a large balloon. They think it could be a surveillance device being used by China to spy on them. It's been flying over the country for a couple of days now and the Pentagon's considered shooting it down. Senior military leaders recommended against that though because any debris could be a safety risk. The white balloon's been seen over Montana, chased Doax from Billings and spotted it as he was getting ready to leave work. Just a few minutes earlier, I'd seen some news reports of uh, some airspace restrictions here in Billings, and I thought that was a little suspicious. And I I was looking out the window, and at first I thought it was a star, but I thought that was kind of crazy because it was broad daylight, and and when I looked at it, it was just too big to be a star. Well, China says the facts aren't clear yet and speculation and hype are unhelpful. A spokesperson for the foreign ministry has called for all sides to handle the matter calmly. And this all comes just days before Anthony Blinken, the US Secretary of State, is due to travel to Beijing for a meeting with President Xi. And John Paraccini, who's a senior international defence researcher at the think tank RAND, says it is untimely.
1: It's either a provocation on the part of the Chinese... Uh, it's a mistake. One part of the government doesn't know what the other part of the government is doing, uh, or it's just a standard operating procedure.
0: This has happened before, but it's not common, and this balloon's loitering longer than others.
1: The size of it is estimated about kind of three uh, bus lengths, uh, and it's uh, up in the stratosphere, which is you know above where commercial airlines travel.
0: There's been a lot of tension between the two countries for some time because the US doesn't trust China's expansionist aims and implied support for Russia in Ukraine. China, on the other hand, says the US is meddling in what it's called domestic issues, namely over Taiwan.
1: To Australia now, where one of the country's most famous and headline-grabbing tennis players has admitted assaulting his ex-girlfriend. But Nick Kyrgios has today walked free from a court in Canberra.
0: Is there anything you'd like to
1: say? The world number 20 pleaded guilty to a common assault charge, despite his legal team trying to get the case thrown out on mental health grounds. Instead, it was the magistrate who dismissed the charge. How does it feel avoiding a conviction today? It relates to a moment in 2021 when he was in Canberra and pushed his ex-girlfriend, Kira Passari. James Salmon is the Australia correspondent for The Sunday Times and has the details. Nick Kyrgios ordered an Uber. Uh, The Uber arrived and Passari locked the door so that the Uber couldn't drive off. And then Kyrgios um, proceeded to hurl verbal abuse that his ex-girlfriend, well now ex-girlfriend, and then shoved her onto the pavement and she grazed her knee and had a sore shoulder the judge in Canberra said ultimately it was the fact it appeared to be a one off incident at the lower end of seriousness that meant the case didn't warrant a conviction. The court heard a victim impact statement from Miss Bazzari in which she said she felt scared to be alone after the assault. She reported the push 10 months later after they'd split up. Nick Kyrios walked in and out of court on crutches following recent knee surgery. What's next? Excuse me,
0: it's recovery and get back on court.
1: As you heard there, he didn't say much but did write on Instagram admitting he wasn't in a good place when it happened and deeply regretted it. He says he knows it wasn't okay, that mental health is tough and he's been working on himself to, in his words, feel better and to be better. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Everything you need to know in just 10 minutes. Very soon, we'll be heading to the South American bustling city, which has gone car-free for the day. And also find out who might be inducted
0: into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're headed to Hong Kong now, where after three years of being shut off, there's going to be a big change.
1: I am now announcing that the full border reopening between Hong Kong and the mainland will begin on February the 6th, which is next Monday.
0: That was Hong Kong's chief executive, John Lee. It means arrivals won't need to have a COVID vaccine to enter and there'll be no limits on numbers coming in and out. Three border checkpoints that were closed will be up and running again. When he made the announcement, Lee described what else this means. In 2023, Hong Kong will be
1: more prosperous and exciting with a more vibrant market and a more joyful society.
0: It comes just a day after Hong Kong launched a campaign to offer half a million free flights to tourists in a bid to catch up with other travel destinations. It's a big step for a territory which had pretty strict Covid rules throughout the pandemic, similar to China's zero Covid policy. There'd been intensive testing and screening, followed by three weeks of isolation for anyone coming in. Rules started to ease up in the middle of last year and were pretty much gone by the end. But you still need to wear a mask unless you're exercising and students still have to test daily.
1: OK, it's a road. Not exciting, I know. But on this road, you would usually hear cars beeping, honking, speeding, bumper to bumper, congestion, the lot. But this is a quiet road in Bogota, the capital of Colombia, and a city of seven million people, which went as car-free possible for a day. It's the 15th year the city has tried this out. People living there were encouraged to find alternative ways of getting around during the city's Sustainable Mobility Week, which has come to be an important green day in the country's year.
0: In Bogota, more or less 23% of the emissions of material particular... This
1: is Bogota's Environment Secretary, Carolina Urrutia, saying about a quarter of the pollutants that affect people's health and around half of greenhouse gases come from the city's roads. She says this was a day of opportunity to learn to mobilize the way they want the future in the city.
0: It's
1: thought the idea was a success as 1.85 million. Privately owned vehicles and a further 430,000 motorbikes were left in their parking spots. Bogota citizen Daniel Morales says it was a good way to decontaminate the city. He wants to see more car free days, but public transport should be improved so people who do use alternate modes of transport can do so with a peace of mind. Many others ditched the car for the bike, like Luis. And he summed it up simply, I chose to ride my bike today and I had a very nice time. John Jackson's here now to give us the latest from the world of football. Football fans will be able to stand at an English Cup final for the first time in 35 years later this month. The League Cup final between Manchester United and Newcastle United takes place on Sunday, February twenty-sixth, at Wembley Stadium in London. The home of English football seats 90,000 spectators, but will have special standing areas behind both goals for the match. Grounds in England's top divisions were converted to all-seater stadiums nearly 30 years ago, after Liverpool supporters were crushed in overcrowded and fenced-in areas at the Hillsborough Stadium in 1989 it led to 97 deaths. Following a trial, the UK government said in July last year that more British football clubs were to adopt safe standing areas within their stadiums, something that's widely implemented already around
0: Europe. More than six years after his death, George Michael could be getting another huge honour. He's one of 14 artists who could find themselves inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, seen as one of the ultimate musical accolades. His family have thanked George's loyal fans for their ever-continuing support. To
1: be eligible, artists or bands need to have released their first commercial recording at least 25 years beforehand. Other famous names up for the honour this time around include Kate Bush, Cyndi Lauper, Rage Against the Machine and Missy Elliott, who would be the first female hip-hop
0: artist to make it in. And finally, if you want to know how to grow old gracefully, I know a dog you might be able to ask. Yes, you heard me right. I'm talking about Bobby, who's broken the Guinness World Record for being the world's oldest dog ever. At
1: 30 years and 226 days old, his age has been verified. The Portuguese dog is said to be still doing well. He's a purebred, Rafeiro do Alentejo, which usually live to about 12 years old. So Bobby is an absolute veteran.
0: His secret? Apparently it's eating the same food as his owner's. And that's your World in 10 for Friday the 3rd of February. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.